Welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hey guys, welcome to the Chris and Sam podcast. My name is Sam. And I'm Chris. How you doing, Sam? We're good. Oh, well, I'm good. I don't know who we are. I'm good. I'm talking about everyone. But <laughs> you, you and your beard. Yeah, the, companion right. the companion beard. The companion beard. I know. I got hassled <laughs> about that yesterday, actually. Oh, really? What, what happened yesterday? Uh, my ex does not like it at all. She's like, all how, right. how long are you going to keep that disgusting, disgusting beard? And I'm like, oh, I don't know. I'm just going to leave it. I said, I'm not going to grow my hair long again, though. I'll, I'll keep cutting that. And she goes, I just can't stand it. And she freaks out if I touch it. And, <laughs> and then I turn. Just so you know at home. He's touching it and right then, now, and, and, and it is creepy as hell. And, well, then I said to her, I said, you know what my sister calls it? And she goes, what? I said, she calls it my face pubes. And she goes, it's exactly what it looks like. I was like, yeah, calm down. So anyway, the gist of the story is keep growing it as long as possible to annoy the ex. But every other, uh, other people like it, so that's good. Really? Do they? Really? They do, they do, they do. <laughs> Honestly, some people like freak out if I do shave it off. Right. Oh, yeah. You you look totally different without it. I do. I look like a little kid. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's it's funny because we. That's right. Because you shaved for Seeds of Passion, the yes. uh, film about the that's never seen the light of day grower, <laughs> which is all about Sam and his life, really. Um, but sort of. <laughs> well, it's a story. It's, it's totally a story. fiction, yeah. but it's based on him. <laughs> anyway. We we've won't been, talk about we've that been extremely busy, hence no podcast last week. Yes, yeah. I, so um, apologies for that. Well, I've got my new job, of course, and I've been um, sort of trying to get my head around it and spending lots of time in Auckland, which didn't help, obviously, with the podcast thing because we want, don't want to do this over the phone or, or whatever. We want to do it in our studio yes. where we can yeah, we control had a, the environment. We had an interesting talk with some people yesterday about that, actually, and they're finding it quite hard doing the remote podcasting because you can't get the cues off people's faces yeah, yeah. One person stops talking and the other person starts quite naturally in face-to-face conversation because you can see that happening. Whereas over the phone, particularly in their case, I think they have four people in different parts of the country. Yeah, they end up talking in. over each other. And plus, yeah, because they're Skype and that it's um, the lag thing doesn't help. Yeah, New Zealand's crappy internet yeah. does not help. So anyway, um, so we have been busy, but we I've have been all pumpkins. Yes. Like non-stop, but it's all good now. And he's wearing his uh, giant pumpkin New Zealand uh, t-shirt right oh, yeah, now. I am. So, yeah. so that's that's really good. And that was a good event, but we're going to leave that till next episode. Yeah, we're going to do that next episode to talk cool. about that. So what else have we got here for today? We went to Smackle last oh. week, week before. I can't remember. We went to Smackle. Yeah, it was awesome. So Smackle, for, you to, for those of you that don't know, is Social Media Club Auckland. Yes, that doesn't spell Smackle at all. I know. And nobody in their right mind would call it Smackle except for Aucklanders. They think that's amusing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, Smackle is the event we went to, and they spoke about some stuff. I it should was, actually was, say a bit was, more because it, our friend Amber was one of the... Um, it was the inter, uh, Internet of Things was the topic, and they had a panel. And one of our uh, friends, Amber... Who listens to the podcast. Hello. Hey, Amber. Um she she turned up. I can't say anything disparaging about Amber now. You just ruined it for me. No, no. Um, she she was the token female on the panel. <laughs> she was the token female. Um, but yeah, no. She added quite a bit to it. No, it was good. So yeah, really enjoyed it. And there's oh, I don't know. You may have already seen the stupid gif of me asking a question that Sam managed. to I know. Take. What does it look like you're saying again? 
I um, bathroom? Bathroom. It looks like Chris is saying bathroom like over and over. I'll post that uh, in the show notes so you can <laughs> laugh at it like oh, I do. Oh, yay. But uh, yeah, so that was that was amusing. Yeah, we, went out, we went out for dinner. We went out for dinner afterwards. So th- it was great. I met some, some cool people. Um, as I always do at these events, I love going up for for Smackle and and we did quite a like bit that. of good networking for the uh, filmmakers podcast. Yeah, yeah, and I might have got a um, a line on a, a publisher for my book for the crowdfunding book. So Excellent was stuff. Cool. Um, but yeah, we went out for dinner, and the funniest thing happened. When we were at dinner, and, and when people tell you something strange, like Chris is about to tell us, like this is what happened, uh, we all all had to go and go and test it and make yeah, sure so it was true. I went to the bathroom, all right? So I was like, oh. Yeah. I'll just go to Lou. I'll be back in a minute. And I went in, you know, my stuff, whatever, washed my hands, and there's a hand dryer there, as, you know, normal normally is. And I put my hands under this hand dryer, it's sort of an infrared type thing, and it, was, it looks pretty flash. And it started up, it wasn't like a real blowy, blowy thing, but it was um, a low blow but hot thing and i was like oh, okay and then real i could smell <laughs> i know and then i could smell something like, what the hell's that it was the hair burning off my hand i pulled my hands out and i'm like wow that's hot and the hair on my hand i'm quite hairy um on my arms and hands they're all shriveled up like you know like when you've just put a lighter against it that sort of stuff yeah yeah it was pretty bad and i was like oh my god that's amazing so i, I go back to the table i'm like Dude, look at the ha- what their hand dryer does to my hand, and like all this frost of hair with this big scalded bit in the middle. Everybody's like, "Did you tell them?" Like, no, why ruin the fun? That's awesome. There might be a camera there or something, you know, like candid camera. So yeah, so everybody went out and tested it. Yeah, it was a bit crazy. It was all hot on one end. It was a bit extreme, actually. Yeah, so a, I don't the, recommend the nuclear hand dryer. I don't even know what was the name of the place we went to. No idea. Exactly. It was in North Wharf. North Wharf. Yeah, it had the, the weirdest uh, name. Yeah. But uh, it was a pub thing there, so it was okay. Yeah, it was good. It, it was, was a good right. meal. Real expensive. Yeah. Well, well Auckland prices. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we uh, we drove up and um, it was myself and um, Sam and the Lush Monster, Carl. Carl. So uh, that, that that was a good road trip for... Uh, we still haven't given him his $1 we owe him. I know. I know. I, I sort of flashed it in front of him and said, Ooh, we'll give it yeah. to you on the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, he'll, he's never coming back. He's never getting that dollar. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Well, maybe. Maybe he'll come back. Actually, speaking of that, in I think it was the last episode or it might have been the episode before, I told, we, we had the story about the me being allergic to bees. Yep. Um, we sure which did. Which apparently is quite a popular story because I've bumped into loads of people and they all have bee references for me. I'm like, oh my god! You listen to the podcast. That's amazing. And then, well, well I told someone randomly the other day we were in that truck, and they were they thought it was the best story that I've ever heard, and he couldn't stop laughing. So, so anyway, I, I saw Glenn. Glenn is the guy that uh, tied me to his back in the motorcycle. I, I saw Glenn. I haven't seen him for mm, five years or so since he got married. I went down for his birthday, and he had a surprise wedding at the birthday, which was pretty cool. Really? Yeah, yeah. Went oh. down to Takaka for his fortieth. Yeah, and all his family was. You know, they didn't tell him I was coming, and I came down from here, which was really cool. Oh, cool! But he hadn't told them he was getting married. Whoa! And so that's, that's one of those ones where you want everyone to turn up. Yeah, it was it was amazing. It was awesome. It was uh, in Takaka. Um, I took I rode the motorbike down. It's a fantastic ride. It's a great week. Anyway, so I hadn't seen him since then, which is I think about five years ago. So he came up for the for one day with work. He was staying overnight in Hamilton, so he says, and it was a Monday night. So he says, oh, we'll, we'll catch up and um, have dinner or something. 
And I was like, yeah, sure. So I, I put the question to him. I was like, oh, in the podcast the other week, um, I mentioned this. Do you remember, you know, tying me to the back of the motorbike? And um, and he goes, nah, my, my, my memory is pretty shocking, but it absolutely sounds like something we would have done back then. That's good to know. Good to know. that. <laughs> I, he, he went on to say, you know, you know, he, what did he say? Oh, yeah, I, I'm surprised that we su- survived our 20s. And, yeah, I was like, yeah, do you remember that time? And before I go into that story, I, and which I will in a second, I mentioned this whole thing to Carolyn the other day when I was staying up with her in Auckland, yeah. and she knew Glenn and stuff. And she goes, yeah, that absolutely must have happened. I bet your mum and Glenn were stoned when your boss dropped them off. And I'm like, oh, yeah, they probably were. Good to know. <laughs> Good to know. <laughs> but anyway, so um, yeah, I said, oh, do you remember that time Glenn had uh, bought a new Honda BF500? I didn't have a motorbike at the time, so I my main mode of transport was on the back of his. I was a professional pillion passenger. I would sit on the back of that thing. I would ne- hold on to the sissy bar or onto Glenn. My hands would be in my jacket. All my balance would be on my legs. I, you know, the whole karate training, I was just trying to do this all the time. He'd do wheelies, and I just wouldn't. I'd balance <laughs> on it. Like, so, oh, no. Excellent. We, he, he did everything to try and get me off the back of the bike. It was like a bit of a game. As he do, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, good so game, good I'm game. on the back of his, his new uh, Honda VF500, and our mate Andrew, who was a flatmate, um, had bought a um, Suzuki GS6 750, I think. It was 750 anyway. And they were racing. I say they, we, because I was on the back of the Yeah, you ride. had to go along with We it. were racing down um, Adelaide Road. And it's, uh, you know, four lanes, you know, two, two each direction. So we were in the um, path side lane, not the center lane. And we're, we're racing with Andrew. And Andrew's got the bigger bike, but Glenn's the crazier rider. And it sort of evens out each other yeah, out, even cr- though I'm on the back of, of... Crazy always evens out. Yeah, everything. so anyway, this car pulls out in front of us, like a little way up, because we were going ridiculous speed. And um, this car pulls out, and it's in our lane. And it's like... And Andrew's like, looks over and sort of smiles like, I've got you now. So Glenn calmly, at the intersection... As, yeah, calmly um, ...mounts the footpath and overtakes... There's parked cars whizzing by. There's, um, it's got a porch, so there's poles going, and he overtakes the car that pulled on our lane and jumps back out, still level with Andrew. Yeah. And I was like, do you remember that time? And he's like, no. How did we survive our 20s? I have no idea, but here you are talking and here telling I us am. about these amazing stories. Well, yeah, not that amazing. It was it was hilarious though. Well, there was there was a sphincter tightening moment. I will admit. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. that's good to know. <laughs> so you're going to tell us something about a swimming? Oh, thing? yeah. So the other week I went down to Martin because they had a guy that had grown a really big giant pumpkin, which turned out to be the New Zealand record. Yeah, yeah. What was it? Seven twenty, seven thirty. Seven thirty-two point five from memory. Yeah. Uh, so we uh, went with another grower, Tim, uh, and obviously this is what we do: we go and travel around and look at people's pumpkins because that's completely normal. So it was nine <laughs> nine hours worth of travelling in one day and seven hundred and eighty kilometres. So good times, just to look at three pumpkins. Um, so we turn up and we we weighed they weighed this pumpkin and then they moved it from the 
the industrial place they weighed it and we went to a local park and that was all good and there was this really old guy there and I don't know who he was to be honest I don't know how he was related to anyone but he was the man and he came up to us and he's like imagine an old farmer type probably hanging out for a few beers and he's like hey you guys ever been to Martin before and we're like no no I haven't because Martin's like how can I put this politely? I don't know. Whole town. Um, <laughs> oh. No, I don't know. No, it's, no it's, it's, it is a one-horse town. Yeah, one-horse town. And it's off the main drag, so you really, there's no reason for you to go to Martin unless you're going to look at something at Martin. Yeah, I and think I've said, been there a couple of times, but, and, and uh, we stopped there for, for a pub Oh, yeah, yeah. Thing. Yep. And Hang he goes, account. so uh, you've been to Martin before? And we're like, no, nah, not really. And he goes, oh, Martin's well known for... Uh, it's got it's got quite nice weather all year round. It's quite nice in Martin, and we're oh yeah, cool. Also, we've got a fifty meter swimming pool. <laughs> and, uh, oh yeah. So yeah. apparently that's the selling point, and he, and he <laughs> he obviously forgot that he told us that, and he told us that two more times after that. Guys, we got a fifty meter swimming pool. And I, so, so uh, anyway, I had to. I think the second time I, I got into the conversation, so I was like, "Really? That's pretty awesome. Like, it's pretty epic." And he's like, "Yeah, I know." Um, Did you ask him if he used it? Well, we just no, but we assumed at some point he was on the council members or something about you know how are we going to spend all our money, how are we going to get people to Martin. I know we'll get a fifty meter swimming pool. Doesn't cost much. It's just a big hole in the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I'm amazed he didn't give us like how many cubic liters it was and stuff, uh, but he didn't. But anyway, so that that was it. That was that was my Martin experience and the whole trip home. It was like um, when we were talking about different things. It was, did you know Martin's got a 50 meter swimming pool? Tim's wife was gutted because she didn't get to learn about the swimming pool, and I put together a photo that said, uh, "I went to Martin and all I saw was three giant pumpkins," and I superimposed that over a picture of their swimming pool, and <laughs> did sent, you and sent that to Tim. Oh, nice. He couldn't stop laughing. So anyway, if you go to Martin, they've got a 50-minute swimming pool. Yeah, so if you go to Martin, the point is, sorry, I just made made the whole disc. Yeah, it's going to get worse because he's drinking rum and coke at the moment. Oh, yeah, I put my rum and coke on the thing. So, yeah, bottom line is, if you're going to Martin, don't forget to pack your togs. Yeah, yeah. All right. I, I, I have to... I might have to tell a story, actually. Okay. Well, I mean, <laughs> okay. Uh, You're giggling away there, so it must be good. Yeah, it's the rum and coke. Um, so when I was talking to Glenn, um, I forget exactly what brought this topic up. Probably me and my lack of success with the ladies. My lack of radar for when people are interested was was the topic of discussion. So I was telling about this time we had a um, we had a Christmas party and I worked for Tarapa Tavern back then and um, and I had this uh, friend of mine who was a um, female friend or female a dude. friend yeah okay and I really like this girl yeah like, friend friend way too much considering the difference in age she was uh, so she's older than you no she was uh, younger a lot younger okay but anyway so she so she creepy was, Chris is out at the moment yeah 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 yep. so she was um, where's she from Belgium and she was an exchange student when I first met her of course she is <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, carry um, 18 year old then and then um, she'd just come back for um, she'd gone back to Belgium or whatever and she'd come back so I don't know how old she was 20 22 something like that okay. so anyway so that was cool 
And uh, I invited her to our Christmas party. And because we worked at a pub, our Christmas party was like a Tuesday night, something like that, you know, Wednesday night, sometime midweek, you know. Yeah, makes sense. And, and not that close to Christmas because that's busy. When yeah, 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 yeah. So it was cool. We had this Christmas party. All the booze was paid for, of course. We got really, really pissed. I had a couple of little presents that I was carrying home, like the things that you get, you know, two, three o'clock in the morning, staggering home from this party. Yep. Didn't get anywhere with the uh, the girl. Yeah, okay. So um, just the normal night for Chris. A normal night for Chris. And then um, this <laughs> this car pulled up. I was going across the Bridge Street Bridge. Yep. Because I was yep. living in Ham, Ham East at that time. And um, this car pulled up and this girl sort of wound down her window and says, oh, do you want to lift? Uh, she was in the passenger side. And I, I you know, looked down and there's these two pretty good looking girls in there. And I said, oh, nah, I, I just, I don't live that far away. It won't take me long to get home. <laughs> yeah. And she goes, no, no, I, uh, we'll give you a lift. We'll take you home if you like. I'm like, nah, it's not that far. I can go. She goes, maybe you're not hearing me. Would you like to come with me and my friend and we'll take you home? How would that sound? I'm like, yeah, but I'm still pretty good. I mean, I'm not tired or anything. I can walk there and no problem. <laughs> and um, after about two more minutes of this conversation. They were obviously going to get annoyed. They, she gave me the funniest, I don't know whether it was d- distressed or just disappointed look or whatever, and they squealed off. I'm like, ah. And then I was walking along and went, huh? oh, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> too late, too late and, I, and I had told one of my mates Martin, Marty about this and he loved the story and he goes that's a proverb never kick the tires on a tricycle <laughs> okay <laughs> never kick the tires on a tricycle you heard it here at the Chris and Sam podcast yeah yeah. and I had that. I had to say that because I told Glenn that story and I told him that line he goes you had better use that in your podcast because I'm stealing it. Never kick the tires on your tricycle. I'm stealing that. I'm using that too. So okay. Yeah. So if I hear that out in public, I know where it originated from. Well, I think we should do the t-shirt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Never kick the tires on a tricycle. All right. Okay. Enough rum and coke for Chris. Carry on. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if this rum and coke thing is a good idea. <laughs> I was on my second glass. It's not like I'm drinking a lot. I don't know. It's hard to tell. Scammers. Yes. My um, sister and brother-in-law, I've just got to find the message because I have to read it. I've uh, been having lots of fun with scammers. And um, hold on, hold on. I'm going to have to search. Wait one. Oh, it does it. Gl- okay. So it, I, I do have to do this in the accent because when you read it, that's how I read it. And my sister says to me, you got to do it in the accent. Okay, anyway. <laughs> so they've been getting the old uh, Indian you know the old windows uh problems with windows uh have you had that uh i've heard of it yeah yeah so the indian scammer rings up and he's talking to my sister about the spiel and now my sister can be quite sarcastic and funny with things so as you can imagine and uh he's asking about the computer what brand is it and she said i don't she doesn't have a computer and he said oh it must be your laptop having problems transferring windows because that makes sense and she said i don't have a laptop and he said uh, he, he says, is this blah, blah, says their last name. And she said, no. He said, you don't have a laptop? And she goes, no, I don't. And then this is what her message says. In his full-on Indian accent that I have repeated a million times out loud since, and this is how you have to say it, you are telling me a clean lie. 
<laughs> so she says back to him a clean lie. What's a dirty lie then? And then apparently he actually starts laughing and then got all serious and goes, I don't think you're taking my phone call very serious at all. Goodbye. And he hangs up. <laughs> so so I, this this laugh that he gave after she said, don't know what a dirty lie is then? Was it a lascivious laugh, do you think? I don't know. Could be. <laughs> so anyway, they've been dodgy, having... Dodgy buggers. Yeah, so they had someone else ring up and brother-in-law said, you're a scammer. And then she turns around and says, yes, I am. Give me a proper job so I don't have to do this. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, she could probably do some sales work. She probably could. I mean, they could... I don't know. Bloody dirty scammers. Yeah. I think uh, my mum and dad's had it once when I was there and I answered the telephone and I just started going on about it real full on. So I was just, oh my God, what's wrong with my computer? What do I need to do? Help me. And after a while, they just hung up on me. <laughs> they didn't want to talk to me anymore. So I obviously was not their target market. Uh, 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 you'll have to pay us some money. I don't have a job. I don't have a job. I don't have... Fix my computer so I can play Angry Birds. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's what you're going to say. Well, sometimes you just... I, I've done it once before. You just repeat everything they say back to you then. Yeah. You have a problem with Windows. Oh, you have a problem with Windows. Yes, I need to look at your computer. Yes, you need to look at your computer. After all, it drives them a bit crazy. <laughs> but I haven't had it too much, so it's been pretty good. Actually, talking about that, we don't have a... Um, I'll tell you, we don't have a landline phone at the moment. Yeah, it's you mentioned ha- something. It's t- Still haven't found that yet. Like, you have a landline, but the phone's we, disappeared. We have a landline and a cordless phone, and that's all we have. And the handset has disappeared. And I was like, where's you the... Can't, you can't press the button on the base and the handset nah, beeps. No, nah, nah. uh, And I said to the flatmate, where's the handset? Oh, I don't know. So she sort of had a look around, but wasn't too worried, and it's still not there. So... It's either a combination of she doesn't want the random solicitors from Auckland that rung one time just before the phone went missing to ring back, or she doesn't want me to use the phone. Uh, not too sure what's going on. Have, have you looked in the swimming pool? No, but when you ring the phone, it ring, the, the, the line rings, but you can't hear the handset ringing, so I don't know what's going on. Uh. But um, <laughs> so the upshot of this, um, I, I think we can share the the, the amazing news that <laughs> Sam is moving into the studio abode. I'm moving into this little shack of a room that Chris has that has a green wall in it. To be fair, it's not a little room. It's, no, it's, it's a pretty decent. Yeah, size. it's decent size. It is in a dungeon. And it has very little lighting in there. It has no lighting. Oh, it has no lighting. I mean, the windows are very small, barred uh, slits um, below ground level. That's interesting. Um, And so it's a big room. Uh, It's just really, I wouldn't, not fit for human habitation would be how I would describe it. Welcome to the room, Sam, yeah. Yeah, and it it doesn't have a a light, as he said. No, no. no, So I'll be using a headlamp and I don't know what I'll be doing. But it's a temporary measure until your other flatmate, who's pregnant... And due uh, next month? I don't know. No, a couple of months away. Yeah, anyway. But, but yeah. She's she, got to so move she's, out at she's some point. She's out in May. I think she's moving out in May. So yep. you get a a really, a real bedroom. Yeah. yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, I get to move upstairs. Which... So I've had to move all my camera equipment out of the, um, the, the, the green screen room, the porno room, as I used to call it. Oh, my and... God. <laughs> so terrible. Oh, yeah, never. 
you know me, that's like never going to happen. No. no. Uh, so I moved out of the green screen room and moved it into our temporary studio here in the garage, which is becoming a more permanent. Yeah, you've um, got people coming tomorrow, haven't you? To so use this this uh, studio facility. for some um, <laughs> some filming. I should start charging rent for that too. Anyway, but um, yeah, no, I, th- I actually think we can set this up as a, a decent studio in, in here, actually. Yeah, you've got the room and couches and a big massive sheets of cardboard. Massive sheets of cardboard, a.k.a. walls. Yeah, fake walls. Fake walls. That's what you need. Yeah, that's good. So, yeah, anyway, that's um, what what's happening. What's coming up, Sam? What's coming up for you? What's on your calendar now? The Great Pumpkin Carnival, which we are going to talk about in our next episode. Your next now episode. Now that's over with because, dude, you were so hard, so hard to handle like coming up to that. You're so busy with everything and stressing about, oh, I can't get a high ab. Oh, that building company, which I will not name, has let me down. Yeah, it was a bit full on. <laughs> but everything... everything. Well, cool. you're so, such a laid back dude. Like, um, this was like high stress city. I'm like, oh man, his, his face pubes are going to turn grey. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Yeah. Uh, coming up, we are doing a lot of work with the New Zealand Filmmakers Podcast dot com. Yep. Uh, more so with the podcast. Yeah, uh, yeah. We've got a. We're in the process of editing the second episode now, and we've got a few more people lined up. By but what he means by we're in the process of editing it is that I recorded it, and he's been so busy he hasn't had a chance to look at it. So we will be editing it. Yes, that's right. Um, Chris has to do his narration. Yeah, no, I've got a, a crap load of work to do with that as well. So we, we have got a lot of that. But I also, the good news is, we have three, even maybe four uh, interviews lined up for the Filmmakers Podcast. Yeah, it's going really well, actually. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, so um, I'm just nailing down times with a few people. Remind me to check my emails uh, because I might be doing an interview this weekend via phone. So that'll be interesting to see how that core quality turns out. But, yes, that'll yeah, be well, interesting. But, but yeah, because the, um, the person I'm interviewing will be in Wellington, so that'll be cool. An actor of, I would say, some note. Apparently so. When, we, when you mention the name, people know who it is. Yeah. That's good. So that's, so cool. that's pretty cool. So we won't mention the name right now. No, we're um, not going we'll to. We'll you in suspense. We will, but I think that's going to open a few more doors for us. Yeah. And at some point, we're going to try and hook up a few sponsors. Uh, well, yeah, the, sponsors the idea is, in case anyone's interested, the idea is we're going to get a two or three episodes, three episodes out, I think. Yeah, we'll do three. Before we um, start really looking for sponsors and that. Um, and, and that's before we're going to really promote the podcast too much. I mean, we've been doing mouth-to-mouth promotion. And we're getting Word lots of, of people following us on Twitter. So. Mouth-to-mouth promotion sounds bad. <laughs> Word-of-mouth promotion. Yes, yeah, better. <laughs> yeah, we, we do have a lot of people following us on Twitter, which is quite cool, in the film community, that is. Um, but we need to get some more episodes up so that when somebody comes along, they go, oh, that's good, and I'll listen to another episode. If you've just got one, you can't really promote it. And we've just got the one, although Julia's episode is awesome. So you should go check it out or find us on iTunes or your podcasting network of choice. Slash yes, app. and I um, I gave reviews to both of ours on iTunes. Woohoo. Woohoo. Excellent. Which were, I think I gave us three stars. No, I might have given us four. Yeah, yeah, of course <laughs> you did. Yeah. I don't know what I did. I just pressed one. Yeah. Oh, man, it's so... Oh, I've got an iPhone for work, like iPhone 6. You love it, don't you? Man, those things are so frustrating. And it's like, I'm in the podcast. How do I rate it? You can't. 
you have to go out, you have to go to search, you've got to search for the podcast, you've got to click on the tile, and then it gives you the option to review it. Yes. If you subscribe yeah. to it, you can't review it. No, it's stupid. Actually, that, you're right, that's a bit of a, a dumb it's setup. It's the weirdest... It's weird that they are the main player in podcasting, uh, sort iPhone, of. iTunes, yeah. Apple, yeah. Yeah. Because pretty much everything gets uploaded through them, and then everything branches off. Yeah. And a lot is, of... Uh, yeah. Anyway... Well, they've got the market penetration, and that's all about. I yep. mean, you know, I'm on my second run. Penetration's all I think about. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I brought it down to the level of the podfellas. <laughs> uh, no, ac- no, you actually, no. You've got to mention about 400 things more for podfellas. <laughs> we love you guys. <laughs> Will, Will, love, 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 love you uh, mentioning us in the last podcast episode. Yeah, yeah, by no, the way. thanks, guys. No, it seriously, I... I but I couldn't resist that one. Yeah, good one, Chris. <laughs> we we, we try Up, to... upset one of our only listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's fifty percent of our listeners gone. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. No, we keep this show clean. That is the point. And when I do make a slip up, Sam usually manages to edit it out. You have to edit it out. Yeah, because it's always me that makes a slip up. To be fair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it is <laughs> no equivocation there. No. All right. So I think that's really us for for this uh, episode. Do you think? Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, yeah. So we've got the we were going through what we've got coming up. I, yeah, I can't think of anything else right now. So I think with that we should sign off. Um, like I said, do go to iTunes and um, leave a review. Yeah, would check be us really out. cool. Um, Chrisandsampodcast dot com. If you listen on your iPhone, the way to do it is to go into your search. Search for the Chris and Sam podcast. Yep. When it comes up, click on it, and then at the top you'll see the two tabs, and one's leave a review. Or yeah, review, that'd be great. Review, I think it's leave says. us a review. Yeah, and the more stars, the better. Yeah, you know, the more we'll like you. No pressure. <laughs> all right, and uh, otherwise you can uh, get all the show notes, including the wonderful gif of me asking a question, not saying bathroom at all. Don't even think that. <laughs> with uh, what is it? Bourne's in the background, wiggling his yeah, wiggling side, to side. <laughs> wiggling side to side. The way the photos worked and the gift. But anyway, yeah, that was really cool. So um, the Chris and Sam Podcast dot com, um, and of course Twitter. And we'll catch up with you in the next episode. All right, see, see you later. Ya. Bye. Hope you enjoy the show. Make sure to subscribe, and we'll catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.